Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Don't let his bark fool you. Roy has a softer side, too. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Let's see now, there's, uh, of course, there's white privilege. There's also um, uh, heterosexual privilege, right? There are so many of them. Male privilege, of course. Here's a famous, I'll go to your calls in a second, okay? Here's a famous person. I think she's talking about white privilege. Have a listen. You know, look, I was born white, middle class, in the middle of America. I went to good public schools. I had a, a very strong, supportive family. Um, I had a lot of great um, experiences growing up. I went to a, a wonderful college. I went to law school. I never really um, knew what was or wasn't part of the privilege. I just knew that I was a lucky person and that being lucky was in part related to who I, who I am, uh, where I'm from, uh, and the opportunities I had. Okay. You know who that is, right? And here's Ben Shapiro, the conservative, speaking at a university. To, to me, the, what I say on campuses all the time is, if you want to cite instances of racism that we can all find and fight together... That's something that I'm more than willing to stand next to you and fight because that's obviously stuff that we should fight together. But when you just say that there is a white privilege out there in the ether and that by dint of birth your skin color generates for you an advantage, what you're really saying to people is that you, your view is less valuable because you have not experienced what I've experienced. And that is an identity argument. That's a character argument. That's not a rational political argument that can actually be, be taken on in any way. That's, that's, it's, more of a, it's more of a cudgel and a club than it is an attempt to open a discussion. Ben Shapiro, and of course the um, very famous person you heard earlier was Hillary Rodham Clinton. Carol is in Cochrane, Alberta, joining us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Hi, Carol. Hi, Roy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I just wanted to say that I think the idea, the concept of uh, privileged white is an old world concept that uh, the people that uh, settled, uh, you know, came across in the Mayflower and came to Canada were trying to get away from. I don't think it's it's an it, it is an issue here, um, especially especially now with this political correct, politically correct world we live in. It's almost uh, it's almost a scourge to be white now because we're we're being blamed for everything that's happened that's negative in the world. Now, so, do, do you feel privileged because you're white? No, do you feel like you no. get a better deal? <laughs> No. Well, seriously, do you do you feel that there's a more opportunity, better opportunity for you and your children, assuming you have children, that you and your children have a better opportunity in life because you're white? No. I, in fact, I think it's a cross to bear these days because you become um, – there. oh, you're um, months back. Not a big enough cross, apparently. Yes. 
it's a huge cross to bear because yeah. suddenly yeah. now everyone's. And the other the other point I wanted to make is on a minus thirty night, yeah. go into the shelters and see who's in there. <laughs> Get the percentage. Oh, I, I don't know, but so you don't see it. You don't agree with you with the with the whole concept of. Do you have kids? No. No, I don't. No, I don't. Okay. Well, um, I, I, I do appreciate your call, Carol. Thank you. I want to hear from some folks who have kids in school. What? Uh, how's that going? What are, what, are they, what are they saying? If you have kids in school, are they being taught that being Caucasian is somehow uh, an advantage, uh, an unfair, lifelong advantage? It is racism. Oh, they'll say no. They'll argue no. But it is. Andy is in Toronto, the center of the universe. Yeah, hi, Roy. And How the are you, Andy? Of, the center of political correctness in Canada, too, as we all know. Um, I do have two young kids in the school system, and I'll give you two examples. And these are, these are actual examples. And they make my jaw drop, and they may make your jaw drop too. My son, and I, my son is a pretty intelligent guy, and he wouldn't make this up. And How this old? Pretty on point. How old? Uh, he at the time he would have been eleven. Okay. Um, but uh, he came home one day, and his teacher had said to him, and it was a female teacher. Let me parse this. Had said to him, "It's better off being a man." So we're talking more about men, male, white privilege here. It's better off being a man because they have all the advantages in society, and. She didn't say this one-on-one with him. She said this in a classroom setting. Because I asked him again, I said, it, it, to, to, to let me know what was said. And he wouldn't make this up. So I couldn't believe it. And I, I you know, I, my blood boiled. And then the other, the other week, I was helping my daughter with a social study. And, th- and this is an accredited textbook that's used in classrooms in Ontario. I'm helping her with the social studies. And there's a section in there. And it's not a quote from anybody. It is part of the text that says, we're talking about indigenous people now because it's making white people feel guilty, saying some people believe the federal government should provide more money to in indigenous reservations in Canada. And my jaw almost hit the table. I said, yeah, there's a lot of people who might believe that. There's other people who believe the opposite, and there's other pe- people who believe that, that chiefs are stealing money from their own people. So what? That doesn't belong in a textbook of a grade five student. That's the kind of stuff that's going on in classrooms in, in, in Canada, and it is... It is horrifying. I, I feel, fear for my son. He's 12 now, but he I really fear for him as he gets older, how much he's going to be discriminated against as he gets older. Now, there's such a militant attitude among teachers and teachers' unions. Not all of them, but what I'm reading and seeing. Yeah, you don't fill the brain of a 10-year-old. With that kind of information, if you cannot, can you do can you add 5 and 5? Can you multiply 16 times 3? What do you know about Let's Let's talk about some of the history of this country, right? Let's talk. We have, well, live in a country where half of the people, half the kids in, this, in the school systems don't have an obligatory uh, history course. Yeah, and that's the, th- that's the but thing. But teaching right? wild, when, white when privilege, did, that's, that's obligatory. When did we get away, especially at the elementary level, when did we get away from the three R's with our teachers? Because when, we, when we let it happen, Andy, when we gave in, when we said, okay, okay, when we just nodded, okay, okay, you know, okay. I, I'm not going to allow this. Every time I see it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, from my own perspective, and my, my son was upset, I said something about Halloween and them taking away their, their right to wear costumes. 
I said, no, I'm going to write a letter to your principal, and I'm going to make sure that I copy anybody I know in the media on that so that they're aware that, and it's on another issue, but they're aware that, Do it. you know, we're not just going to sit here and, Do it. and take it. Do it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Send me the letter. I, I absolutely will, Roy. Send me the email, Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. I will read it on the air. I, I will send it to you because I'm penning it tonight so that it goes out prior to Halloween so they know how I stand. All right, Andy. Thanks very much, Roy. Thanks for the call. It's 800-263-2428 is the number. Elizabeth is also in Toronto, and she sees things somewhat differently. Hi, Elizabeth. Yes, I think actually, I, I think that we do have a privilege. I think that in reality, I think if we don't start changing the language as visible minorities and majorities, we're still going to remain ignorant. And I'm referring to employment right now, because I'm not sure what body of government implemented or actually came up with this term minority, because we're, we're actually attaching a meaning that, that they are different from us. What's wrong with having equal employment? That was my first comment. The second comment is that even when Obama was sworn as a presidency, they went on and on about he was the first black president. Why say that he's the first black president? Why not just say he's Obama and he's sworn into as a president based on his credentials, based on his experience, and based on how people uh, voted? We keep on separating blacks and or, or browns or Chinese from the meaning that we're attaching. We're never going to get away from it. There was a documentary where a white man painted himself black, and he experienced racism. He didn't get any opportunities as much as a white person to get hired. And there's a documentary, for the life of me, I can't recall which one, and there was even a movie. So I do think that we have a white privilege. I think that if there was a chance, if there was an opportunity for me to get hired or the blacks, they're always going to uh, think twice. And that's unfortunate, but that exists. And I think that we're ignorant if we think it does not exist. Can we go back to the beginning when I said hello? I said hello to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord Green. I'm, I was just getting carried yeah, away. Yeah, you, you launched right into it. You never bothered to say hello? I, I'm sorry. Sorry, very passionate here. Yeah, that's fine, and I agreed with 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 most of what you said. Yeah, um, I, I just. But look, it, look, it would be it would be it would be nonsensical to assume the people aren't going to say Barack Obama is the first black president of the United States. Well, why? Of course, because it's a historically important but, development. But, but if I can interject here, even when you hear people uh, winning awards, let's say celebrities. The first woman that won the the award. Why do we keep on placing these differences? If we're we're going to get, we're, we're, Why are we're you not yelling in slavery at me? anymore. Why are you yelling at me? Um, we're not in slavery anymore. We should not continue to make these differences. And I think I agree with that woman that you had as a host. I can not recall her name, and she said, "The more that we ca- make a difference, that yeah. we that's going to separate us. We are going to cause a, a huge problem between us." the more that we make it an issue that we are different from Well, and I, look, you're absolutely correct. Now, if I could just make one more comment. But, I but, there, but, but hold on. There is every reason to expect that it would be noted mm-hmm. that the first black president of the United States was sworn in. Well, okay. Well, I just, I, I, but we, more, we don't want to go, go around and around on that. Yeah. Why okay. do we have to make it an issue that he's black? Because it's never happened before. Because it shows a tolerance in a society that people maybe didn't think existed. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I can just make one more comment. Yes, I was engaged in a conversation with a, a, an intelligent uh, person. And, you know, I was ignorant. And there was a group of men, 
and he's, you know, it, I was referencing to that he had a certain dog. And rather than me saying the man in the green shirt, I said the black man with the dog. And he said, you know how ignorant you are? And I said, why? He said, why did you have to go out of your way to tell me it was the black man with the dog? And this is ingrained in us, unless it was in the context of the conversation. For instance, if I was speaking to somebody from Japan and there was a loss of translation because of the limited of English, Elizabeth. that would have been different. But I went out of my you're way. You're losing me now. You're losing me now. Well, what I'm saying is we no, are no, no, you're losing me now. from no, our no, no. from our color, oh, and we do we are. Give me one. This. Give me one example, please, of white privilege. Getting hired for employment. How's that white privilege? People get hired every day. Well, but you're not there in the human resources. Well, you people are denied jobs because they're white. Police, their police, jobs are advertised as being preferably not for whites. Jobs are advertised, Elizabeth. Jobs are advertised as being preferably not for whites. Right, and the police targeting the blacks. Did you hear what I said? You, yes, you're I the did. one who chose employment. Don't run away from the topic you chose. Right. I appreciate your call. Thank you. We'll come back. 800-263-2428 is the number. 800. Hi, Elizabeth. 1-800-263-2428 is the number. White privilege. More of your calls after this.